Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. We are here today with the 115th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. That's a bunch of episodes. Before we get started today, I wanted to tell you about my new book that I recently released. It is called Bluffs, and so far, people are loving it. Essentially, what the book is, is we go through 18 situations where I think that amateur players can increase their levels of aggression and steal more pots that do not belong to them, especially in the small and middle stakes games. One of my students, Albert Hart, actually went through and put these tips into practice. And he went from being a you know somewhat weak tight player to all of a sudden making very deep runs in poker tournaments. He cashed in a Heartland Poker Tour event for about $69,000 recently. He took 12th in a World Series of Poker event this year. So he's making deep runs and he's doing it by bluffing a lot. And um, the book actually has about 90 examples where we show you when you should be bluffing, when you should not be bluffing. And I analyze a bunch of situations that will hopefully help you increase your aggression and become a big winning poker player. So if you're interested in that, check it out at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash bluffs. Also, you can get the audiobook version completely for free at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash free. Let's go ahead and get into the hand today. Today's hand does not deal with bluffing. <laughs> Instead, it's going to deal with us making the nuts. Well, the effective nuts. Here we are playing 50, 100 blinds. We are in the hijack seat with 25,000 chips to start and 7, 6 suited. So when they fold to me, I'm definitely going to raise this. I see no reason not to raise this hand. This is a pretty sweet hand to raise. The, an unknown player in the cutoff elects to call. And the big blind calls as well. So... Yeah, you know, not much to see here. Pretty standard stuff. The small blind also came along, so four ways. The flop comes king, nine, four. All diamonds. I have the seven, six of diamonds, so we flop a flush. That's pretty good. So now, my main goal is to try to figure out how to get the most money in this pot without forcing my opponents to have to have incredibly strong ranges to continue. So I think as long as I make bets that are a little bit less than the size of the pot, I'm going to force my opponents to stick around kind of wide, like with any flush draw, any king, maybe even some nines. So I think we can easily bet something like 800 or 1,000 on the flop and get called a pretty good amount of the time. So I bet 1,050 into the 1,200. It's worth pointing out that I do not think you want to bet small in this scenario. You'll see a lot of players bet 400. But you have to realize that when we're going to get called, it's going to be by a good diamond, which will call any reasonable bet, or a king, which will also call any reasonable bet. So there's no purpose in betting small in this scenario, especially very multi-way. So I do bet and get called. Turn is a three of clubs. So now, as on the flop, the goal is to ask how much can I bet and get called. The pot was 3,300. I elected to bet 2,200 in this spot. The video program ran through it a little bit quick. I apologize for that. If you're not watching these... Um, hands on jonathanlittlepoker.com. I suggest you do. There you can see all of the action so that you don't have to rely on just listening to it. I do know that I occasionally forget to list the cards because I'm staring right at them. But um, if you are here on Audible, or not Audible, on um, iTunes or the podcast applications, thank you for being here. Anyway, I still have the flush on the turn. I bet two-thirds pot and my opponent calls. On the flop, I mentioned you can bet somewhat large, roughly the size of the pot or a bit less. On the turn, we now want to start making our bet a little bit lower because we are still trying to get called by various other flush draws. I mean, when we have the seven high flush, we know any diamond on the river is bad for us. So we're going to be able to play reasonably well on the rivers. And 
besides that, there are no bad cards. Of course, uh, the board could pair, and that would be, you know, you could call it bad, but really, the odds of my opponent having a full house when the board pairs is quite unlikely. I mean, the only hand that even makes much sense, given the way it's played out, would be exactly king nine, so maybe a king or nine should make us a little bit cautious, but beyond that, we are pretty happy with any other non-diamond river. So now the river is a seven. So king nine four, three, seven. So we still have the flush. The flush is the best possible hand. And at this point, we have to ask, what are we trying to get called by, right? And against most players, I think you're going to find that they will not call too large of a bet without a king at least. Um, But if they do have a king, they probably will call any reasonable bet. If you start betting very large, like 10,000 into the 7,700 pot, I think you will start to get some folds from kings, and that's exactly what we do not want to have happen. So in this spot, I think the only play is to bet something like 5,000 and just hope to get looked up. Of course, there are some players who will get very suspicious if you do make a big overbet. Um, This is a spot where we should be somewhat polarized, meaning when we bet three times, we should very often have either a flush, a set, or nothing, usually a busted flush draw. So in that case, it's usually fine to bet very big. But the issue here is that we have to be bluffing a lot in order to make that play profitable. And I'm just not sure if we want to be bluffing versus generic live players because generic live players or even generic online players tend to look you up somewhat wide, I think, um, whenever you are bluffing not gigantic. But, you know, the gigantic bets, I think, are a pretty sweet play if you want to be balanced. But I'm really not so concerned with balance early in poker tournaments. So anyway, in this spot, I think we want to bet something like 5,500 or 5,000. I think that's going to get called a ton and give us a very nice amount of profit. So hope I do that on the river. I bet 5,300. It is worth mentioning. I played these hands a little while ago, so it's not like they're super fresh on my mind. But we do bet 5,500 and we do get called by King Nine. So like I said, the uh, King of the Nine actually would be pretty bad for us, as I mentioned. I'm kind of surprised my opponent had King-9. He did very good to not raise on any street. You'll find a lot of amateur players will just raise the flop, the turn, or the river with top two pair because they read in a book that top two pair is good, so therefore you should raise with it. But of course, that's not really how poker works. In this spot, raising would often lead me to only continue with very strong made hands, like flushes, and made hands plus draws like ace of diamonds king of clubs that have a lot of equity so i actually think my opponent played this hand quite well i don't think he can fold at any point although he's certainly not starting he's not loving his hand by the river because whenever i go bet 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 three times it usually is going to be pocket aces or better and notice i can't have king four or four three and whatnot so it's kind of hard for me to have those hands and go bet 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 three times so really my opponent does just have a bluff catcher even with two pair and it seems like he recognized that so, well played by the opponent. He did not spew off his stick. <laughs> spew off his stick. Spew off his stack. A lot of tongue twisters today. Anyway, that's me for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Again, if you have not already, please check out my newest book, Bluffs. You can see it at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash bluffs, and you can get instructions for how to get the audiobook where I do not stumble all over my words completely for free at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash free if you've never signed up for Audible. So thanks again for watching. I'll be back next week with another episode of Weekly Poker Hand.